Welcome to Stutzcast. It is Sunday, the 7th of November, 2021. And I'm just leaving the house, as you can probably tell, I'm not outside yet. I had to nip back in. Let's get my microphone right, we're out now. Really nice. It's only 7.27. Early. It's just getting light. And, uh... <laughs> I, I went back into the house to get the microphone. And, uh, I'd already put Rennie's harness on and let him out of the front door. <laughs> he came back into the house to find me. He's looking at me saying, come on. Let's go. Ah, well, we're out in our rooms. And it's gorgeous morning. It's only half light. So, and it's very calm. And the uh, temperature is... It's, a, it's about 55 degrees. What's that in Celsius? About 13 Celsius, something like that. He's running around. So yeah, it's a nice, nice temperature. Ooh, a bit of breeze kicking up. I just turned around to look behind me because the sea is behind me at the moment. And it's nice sort of lambent glow in the sky. The sun's not shining yet, it's just glowing. Which is very nice. Ooh, didn't put my uh, windproof mic on. That was probably a mistake. Uh, I can't go back again, can I, Rins? He just wouldn't tolerate it, would you, Rennie? Really? <laughs> well, I'll just put up with a bit of wind noise. See how it goes. Uh, you can see who the early risers are. Because the lights are on. In Leo and Rookie's house. There you get up early. And uh, nobody else. Anyway, um, thank you for joining us. And uh, we'll get straight into it now. Okay, I think I just had a false start there. I thought I was recording myself, but I think I was. So we'll, we'll see when we uh, listen to this. But uh, we may not have the intro. Or maybe we've got two intros. Not sure. Anyway. Yeah, what I was saying, if I hope I'm not repeating myself, is I'm kind of whispering because... Uh, it's so quiet and it's early that I feel that I shouldn't disturb the peace. Which is funny because sometimes I come on this walk and it's so noisy with all the construction that you can barely hear yourself think. And now, <laughs> I'm worried that it's so quiet that you probably could hear yourself think. <laughs> so it's... Uh, it's Sunday, a day of rest, and Rooney and I, well, we're here on our own, 
because Christina's gone back to the UK. <clears throat> see her mum, see her brother, see Maya, our daughter, and a few of her friends. Because you can. That's what's so good about living here. You can just nip over to the UK for almost no cost and um, see people. You couldn't do that from America. You could, but when it was a, it's a long haul flight and two, it's very expensive. I think her flight cost 49 pounds and the taxi from Luton Airport home was 50. So more expensive to get a taxi from the airport to where you're going than to get a plane from here to England. How about that? God knows how the economics of that work. It does mean that we've got a dimension available to us in life that was not available when we lived in the States. Which is good if you're, you know, if you've got an elderly mother and you want to go and see her more. And this works out fine. <clears throat> Which leaves Rooney and I alone. Which is why I went up this early. Because I couldn't, they couldn't, well I got woken up by my toothbrush. And I think there's a poltergeist in my toothbrush. <clears throat> I got one of these electric toothbrushes that, you know, you press the button and it vibrates and brushes your teeth properly, as recommended by the dentist. <clears throat> but uh, just lately, for some reason, it starts up on its own. <laughs> so annoying. So, it was about, well it was actually early, about five o'clock, and suddenly, bzzz, <laughs> the toothbrush starts up. What the heck is that? I realised, oh my god. And you turn it off. And that doesn't seem to make any difference. You turn it off and it stops for a few minutes and then it starts again. Which got me thoroughly wide awake. I tell you, that toothbrush is going out the window. <laughs> I'll get a new one. <clears throat> you can't take the battery out or anything. Because it's one of these rechargeable ones. So there's no battery compartment. <laughs> I was thinking of chucking it against the wall. See if that would stop it. Anyway, I always wake up early, but really, usually go back to sleep again, but I couldn't with a blasted toothbrush, so got up instead. Thought we'd greet the day at dawn. So the temperature is now, um, well, I, I, it's, it's not cold by comparison with some places, but you know, it's cold by comparison with, you know, even, even just a week ago. <clears throat> not cold. 55 is not cold. And it's going to get up to 75. So the, the early part of the day and the end of the day are cold, but you yeah, the middle of the day, it's still warm. You hear the birds? <laughs> so it's very, very pleasant so far. I mean, this is... You know, weeks gone by in November. <clears throat> so anywhere else, I would say this is definitely winter. But not really here. Oh, Toby's gonna, I mean, Toby. Uh, 
Lenny. No, he's not there. Oh, she is. Here he comes. Just get past <coughs> Lenny's big out section. He just managed a bit of a growl, half bark at you, Lenny. He doesn't care. Actually, you know, I'm getting hot. I'm gonna have to have a jacket on. I'm gonna have to open it up. I thought it was cold on this. Let's let some air in, Runes. He's bouncing. You can always tell when Runes happy because he's got a little spring in his step. And his ears kind of bounce in time with his footsteps. And his tail sticks right up. There he goes. You can probably hear his dog tags jingling. Getting to the uh, steepest part of the walk. I still haven't shaken off this cough thing, which is restricting my breathing a little bit. I also need to do a tough workout today. What is it, Blue? What are you seeing? Something? I don't know what it is, but. He gave it a, a good bark, didn't you? Scared it away. Right, at the top of the hill now. And uh, turning left, going towards the Ronda Road, and we're going to go now. A long loop right around this mountain top. Oh, the cockerel's crowing. Good boy, Runes. He's picked a spot. Oh, goodness me. It is clear and still over there. Gosh, I can see miles of the African coastline. Miles and miles of it. Sometimes you just see just about make out, you know, the mountain opposite Gibraltar. Other times you can see, you know, 30, 40 miles of coastline, which I can now. And I can see the big container ships. At anchor, probably waiting for uh, permission to get into port. Which port? I'm not sure. It could be Gibraltar, could be Malaga, could be Tangier. I don't know. So, being on my own this week. Uh, I seem to have attracted the sympathies of other residents. <laughs> and I don't mind being on my own. I'm very self-sufficient to cook for myself and all that sort of stuff. But anyway, very kindly, Chrissy and Barry have invited me to Sunday lunch today. So, actually that reminds me, I need to go and get a bottle of wine to take to the party. But, uh, yeah, that's nice. It is nice, actually. I'm looking forward to that. And now this is what's awkward. When I was in 
the bar, the Heredian, the other night. A lot of people were in there because there's a new lady called Laura who's moved in and it was a sort of a welcome dream for her. But a lot of the people that I know were in there and they, you know, Christine was telling them all that she's going to England. So, <clears throat> well, Christian Bay, as I just said, invited me for lunch to, today. But as I was walking out, I was walking out with a guy called Tudor and a guy called Nick. And they were sort of saying, now, John, we've got to have you over. Uh, but I can't remember which one of them it was. <laughs> I can't remember when they said. So I'm in a little bit of a nervous state because I don't know if I've agreed to go to somebody's house and forgotten about it. I don't think it would have been yet because Christina has only just gone. And I've got... I've got Christian Barry first, so maybe I can sort of drop a hint with Christian Barry. <laughs> How do you say, do you know if I've been invited? <laughs> and you can't sort of turn up at somebody's place and say, hi, did you invite me for lunch? <laughs> it's an awkward situation. I'll have to find a solution to this problem, Runes, before I'm rude and I just don't show up when I'm supposed to be there. If only I knew when and where that was. These are the conundrums you get into, Rins, when you have one glass of wine too many. <laughs> you can't remember what the heck you agreed to. Anyway, neither here nor there. So, beautiful calm morning. Not a bird in the sky. A few birds in the bushes and trees. I can't really see anything flying. Not like the other day when we saw an armada of uh, vultures all migrating. So, we had a successful day yesterday, Rooney and I, <clears throat> for two reasons. The first was that well, my Jeep failed its MOT test. So, and they give you a report, all the things that you've got to change and fix. And it's quite a long list. Some of it was cosmetic, some, some of it was fair enough. There was a, something to do with the suspension system needed to be replaced. So they got it all done and took it back to the testing centre. Very, very sort of efficient the way they do these things. And uh, had it retested. And it passed. Yippee! Which means now we have both vehicles fully legal and uh, plated for Spanish roads. <clears throat> I mean, they were on temporary plates before. It was all a bit sort of limbo, you know, questionable how legal they were. But now they are fully legal, which is great. It's just taken a few months. What, six months? Anyway. It is done. It can be done. You see, a bit of patience can solve a lot of problems. You know, a lot of people said to me, you're mad, you should have just got rid of them in America and bought Spanish cars. Well, maybe, but I think that would have cost me a heck of a lot more. And I've got two cars that I like, which suit our lifestyle. Here we go, Jeep, for, you know, the tougher stuff. Yes, there is some tough stuff that we need to do, believe it or not. 
we, we go on some quite steep mountain hikes and we've got to get to them. <coughs> Mercedes would be useless for that. And then we've got the Mercedes for general touring around, doing our bits and bobs. Nice car. <laughs> They're both old as sin, but uh, that doesn't matter. They, they, they are good. They're in good condition and they run well. So that's good. And the second thing that is a bit of a success is we've had our lower terrace completely redone. Because the, uh, I think I mentioned in the previous podcast, the tiles were broken and, you know, they'd sort of subsided and so they were leaning the wrong way and water was pooling instead of draining. And as we use that terrace so much, um, we replaced them. Good job done. Finished. And because the, the tiles are sort of terracotta red tiles, you know, the, the traditional Spanish type, and because they're red and they needed to be cut you know, to the shape of the uh, perimeter, the dust that was created, I felt sorry for our neighbours, but the dust that was created coated every surface. It's certainly downstairs, and, and actually a lot of it got upstairs too. So uh, what a mess. So Rooney and I spent the whole day, well, till about, we got back from the testing centre about 10, and then we worked till oh, two o'clock, just vacuuming and dusting and cleaning, just getting everything back to normal again, putting all the furniture back out on the terrace and uh, got it done, Let me ruined. And then I was hungry. So I cooked myself a nice homemade paella with uh, some chicken that I had left over from the barbecue. And you know, just bits, paella's so easy, you just throw it in. You know, whatever you've got. Really good too. Had a long video chat with Orma, Christina, and Maya. Maya was at college, Orma and Christina were at uh, Orma's house in Watford. It's nice. Technology brings people together, or perhaps it sends people apart. Depends how you look at it. Anyway, you can chat. Now, I'm going to stop here and just take in the sunrise. It's really, really still. Well, you can probably hear Rooney sniffing around, but there are some birds. Can you hear them? I'm looking down into a gorge that is really dense bush. You couldn't really walk down there. Well, I could have a try. I think I will have a try. Probably come across some wild boar. I know that there are wild boar that live down there, but it's so peaceful. No construction today. <clears throat> Too early for the Ronda Road enthusiasts to thrash their motorcycles up and down it. Yeah, that's nature. I think I might go on a hike. Well, I actually can't go on a hike. I'm going out for lunch. I might fit in a morning hike somewhere. <laughs> that's really snorting. <laughs> Dairy moons. 
very, very pleasant. So the sun is just coming up, rising above, kind of low-lying bank of cloud. It comes up over the sea this time of year. It moves, you know, earlier in the year it was coming up over land, but now it's coming up over the sea. And that orange glow is going to burst open as it gets above the cloud. You know, I've done this in America, haven't I? I've, I've talked the uh, sunrise through. <laughs> well, now I'm doing it here. It's getting on for almost a year since I started these stats casts. I think my first one was January, so not quite a year yet. Oh, Rooney's <laughs> kicking out the dust. Yeah, here it comes. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can imagine why. In ancient times, there were people who would worship the sun. Probably still are now. Oh God, yeah. It's sort of dazzling me a bit. I'm trying not to look directly at it. absolutely awe-inspiring sunrise. It's coming up now. <laughs> Some of the birds are cheering. It just, it just brings life back to the area. It's so invigorating. <laughs> Enough of that. Uh, I can see my shadow now against the rock as the sun is beginning to just pick out everything, including me. Well, that was nice. So which way should we go, Rue? Now I'm trying to think what I've got to do today. Got to get a workout in. I think I'm too hungry. I think I might have breakfast first, then work out. Let it warm up a bit. It's a bit chilly on the terrace to work out. <clears throat> so, yeah, the, the year progresses and uh, it just, it's really pleasant. And last night, after I uh, ate my paella and had my chat with Christina and Maya and Orma and Ralph. Uh, you know, it was early, but too early to go to bed. And so I thought, well, what can I do? I thought, oh, I know. I think they're showing rugby down at the bar. <laughs> so I'll get out of the bar, see who's in. And uh, if nobody's in, I'll just watch the rugby. South Africa were playing Wales. In fact, <coughs> it was quite strange because South Africa were playing on one screen, playing Wales at rugby, and on another screen they were playing cricket. Who were they playing cricket against? So if you're a South African, you're in luck. Actually you were in luck because Wales beat them. It was quite a good match actually. I was, I was amazed. 
Oh, wait, wait a minute. Did they beat them? They were winning. I got a bit distracted because I was talking to Toby. Um, God, I'll have to check on that. I, I think they did win, but not 100% sure. But yeah, very pleasant. You know, you can just go down to the bar. It's a, it's a couple of minutes walk down the hill. And you usually bump into somebody, you know. But Paul's always there. You know, it's nice to chat with him if, if, if you know, if there's nobody in. And he was talking about, he didn't know whether he should continue with his pub quiz on Thursdays because he's not getting many people to it. And he says it takes him at least two hours to prepare all the questions and put it all together. And if, you know, one person or two people, he says it's not worth it. He said, I don't know what it is. I said, well, people like it. <clears throat> That's my problem, Paul, is the time. Because when it's on, it's right when we're having dinner. And uh, by the time it's finished, it's too late to start dinner. So, you know, that's why we don't come. Mainly. Also, when I go down to the bar, I like to have a chat. And it does rather prevent conversation if you're, you know, participating in a quiz. (laughs) It's good fun, but I don't know. I know when uh, Josh was here in August, he loved it. We went down there a couple of times. <laughs> He's good at it too. Now he has got a lot of general knowledge. We called our team Rooney, didn't we, Runes? He was there. We called ourselves the Rooney team. And uh, at one point we were leading. Because you see the scores on the, on the screens. <clears throat> you can see who's leading. And we were getting a bit excited at one point. And then there, were, there was a, a series of questions which were too difficult I think they were like on ent- entertainment and you know movies and things like that <laughs> <Didn't have a clue. laughs> so we dropped back I, th- I think we overall we ended up about fifth which wasn't too bad actually I think there were about 12 13 teams so you know no disgrace but it would be a shame if it you know got cancelled Perhaps I should just go anyway. Oh well, I'll go on Thursday. Well, I can't be a team of one though, can I? <laughs> Where's Rooney? Rooney! Oh. He does this these days. He started to sort of hang back. He likes the sort of mountain area. Here he comes. Are you coming? He likes the mountain area where there's all kinds of, you know, wildlife scents to sniff around in and now we've just gone back to the sort of back of the village which is a road not quite so much wildlife but then he's sniffing in the skip now just seeing what's in there just build his waste rooms nothing here interests you so I, I did enjoy going down to the bar last night took Rooney of course as good as gold, he just sat at my feet. I sat at the bar and faced the screens and chatted to Toby. And then, uh, actually, I was leaving. Rob, our big Dutch neighbour, pulled up. I had a quick chat with him about perhaps going on another hike. 
because we, we went on a hike with him and his wife, um, Lizette, and uh, Carl, and his daughter Wilhelmina, Christina and I. We went for that uh, nice mountain hike um, opposite the Zagaletra entrance. Goes up to the old ruined farm of Dairin. Dairin. D-A-I-R-I-N. Dairin. Didn't do the whole thing. But we did, uh, well, we did about 13 kilometers in total. <laughs> we didn't mean to. And it's Rob's fault, because he got us lost. I was yeah, the party leader. And uh, I've done that walk a few times. And <clears throat> I took them off the path at one point to go up a steep part because, you know, I wanted to get everybody's heart pumping to get a little bit of true exercise in. So we went up this very, very steep part. And then it kind of, if you turn right, it loops around and you can get back to the, the normal path. Well, Rob got his phone out and he said, I think you can go down to the path by going straight ahead. I said, really? He said, yeah, yeah, I think there's a path. Here, follow me. So he took the lead. And we got into denser and denser brush and brambles and thorns and prickles. And eventually he admitted defeat and he said, because uh, Carl was lagging back a bit with Wilhelmina, his daughter, because she's only 11 and uh, his wife and Christina were lagging a little bit. So <laughs> Rob yelled out, Carl, take the women back, it's too tough. So, okay, so they had to go back the way that we'd come. And he said to me, do you want to press on, see if we can make it through? I said, all right. So we pressed on. Oh my God, I was getting ripped to shreds. I had cuts on one of my legs and uh, yeah, we, we said we'd, we'd keep going, and it was not easy going. You know, we were up to our knees in, in sort of vegetation and uh, loose stones and brooks and rivers. <laughs> Eventually, made it down to the bottom where we rejoined the path. But I tell you, Christina would not have been happy if she had to go through all that. And even she got cuts on her legs and she didn't go through the worst of it but it was quite exciting and uh, very enjoyable so uh, I had a chat with Rob about uh, doing another one he's quite cute I can't remember how we left it I think we just left it open well, I, I, oh I know I was talking about going up Montemayor I think I'll do that that's what I'll do for a bit of exercise today I said, you know, you can walk from the village of Benahavis right up to the top of the castle. I said, if you do it without stopping, it's really good exercise, good for the heart. So that's maybe a possibility. Can I get that in before lunchtime? Yeah, I think so. My knee's playing up a bit. What's wrong with it? Got a twinge. Well, we'll see how, how things go, but that is a definite possibility. I also need to do a little bit of strength training. Perhaps I can do some strength training and then for my cardio, 
I'll go up Monte Mayo. I'm looking right at it now as I come around the corner. There is the, the mountain in question. Shall we take on you today? See if we can conquer you in 40 minutes. I think it took me 40 minutes last time to get up to the top, which is quite fast. Yeah, he likes to run, he'll probably run up, run up it and do it in 20. <laughs> Let's see. So yeah, there's so much to do, isn't there? It's, uh, it's, it's absolutely paradise, I have to say. <laughs> Some people get annoyed with me for overdoing the old uh, pleasure trip. But, you know, it, it's great. Really enjoy it. So a plan is formulating. As I, as I speak to you, a plan is forming. It's going to be breakfast, strength training, then up Monte Mayor, and down again, and then lunch at Christian Barry's. What a day. What a day, hey, rooms. <clears throat> I have to get somewhere along the line. I'll have to get a decent bottle of wine to take to the house. I think I will. I think I'll go get some of that ganache that Christine wants. <clears throat> get like a half a case or something and take one of those. It's good. And uh, their daughter, B. It's a Bianca who's uh, here uh, living with them actually. She's such a nice girl. She's been coming to our house occasionally to work out on the, our spin bike. And uh, I feel so sorry for her because last year <clears throat> she was engaged to be married. And they were going to have the wedding here in Spain. And uh, the excitement of the building, the wedding was only a few weeks away. And the, uh, the groom backed out, decided he didn't want to marry her. And uh, broke her heart, really, I think. There's a car coming. Stay there, stay, stay, stay. Thank you, stay. All right. All right, the boy. He's got no car sense at all. So poor old B, yeah, that's a tragedy. And uh, so I think she's sort of living here. I mean, her parents are here now, but they don't live here all the time. But she's decided she doesn't want to go back. And I think a lot of that is due to the fact that uh, she got jilted. Which is quiet soul, you know, smiling, happy on the face of it, lovely person, but uh, wounded. Anyway, I hope she bounces back and finds somebody better. That's always the worst thing you can say to somebody when sort of trying to get over a relationship is something like plenty more fish in the sea. That's such a thoughtless and heartless thing to say but it is true so anyway I don't know if she'll be there today probably we'll cheer up won't we Rue happens <clears throat> Maya calls him her therapy dog 
spend a bit of time with your runes and all your troubles go away. I think it's because you've got those big soft velvet ears and, and that kind face. It just warms your heart. Right, well, I think, um, should we go into the clothes now, Ru? You're drooling. I bet you drink of water. Yeah, alright, we'll move into the clothes now. Well, the last few steps of our walk. I'll take the opportunity to thank you for listening. It's, uh, it's fantastic. Hope you've all listened to this podcast. I am extremely grateful. It sort of gives me a record. And it also gives me, you know, pleasure to, to do something creative. And uh, it's nice that other people listen in. I feel like there's a little bit of a community. <laughs> the other thing I have to say that just absolutely made my year is uh, a, a posting on Instagram that I saw from my son Tommy. Really, he's a, you know, bared his soul. He basically said that he's been in a dark place for a long time and he made a move on a whim to move to Portland, Oregon and it's the best thing he's ever done and he's now, he posted two photographs, one of himself taken a year ago when he was looking sort of a bit unfit and pasty-faced and another one taken presumably now where he's looking strong as an ox and extremely good <clears throat> and he said rather heartbreakingly he said I've let that I know I've failed my family and I failed my friends and you know but now I'm determined to make a success in my life and you know make a go of it and be positive and keep fit oh it's, it's great to see that from him because he has been having a tough time for all kinds of reasons but uh, anyway he seems to have come through it strong on the right side so well done Tommy marvellous so we are back in Calle Mateo Ponte which is where our house is Ooh. The sun's just uh, shining white in my face. God, it's a gorgeous day. So it ruins breakfast. Do strength training, and I'm going to bang on Rob's door and say, "Do you want to come up Monte Mayo with me?" So, thank you again for listening, and we'll talk again soon.